Just grab them in the brisket. Grabbing the brisket, folks, y'all. Hey, let's do that again. That sounded weird. Take two. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> hey, folks, y'all. Hey, howdy, folks. Grab them in the brisket. No, seriously. Donka. Grabbing the brisket, guys. We appreciate you listening on. Um, hey, we got the boys back. Everybody, the everybody's the band's here and accounted for. Yeah, everyone's in person. So every, yeah. in person. Which so, means still social distancing. Yeah, we are. Correct. One alligator's length apart. That's right. Don't touch my leg, John. One Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> arms length apart. We're under <laughs> ten people. That that is that is yeah. true. So um well, I mean we're all working from home. <laughs> yeah, working my ass off. Yeah. Probably gonna jinx ourselves and then we're all gonna land into quarantine. Just by being here. And then there is no podcast. I thought we were already quarantining. We are. Yeah, we are. It's good. This is our Except circle. Our own little circle. Yeah. Look, it's not a big... I mean, this is a huge deal. I'm not saying it's not a big deal. But we are doing the right thing. We're, we're, we're quarantining. We're social distancing. And we're also giving the people what the people want. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love it. Right? Brisket knowledge. Yeah. Barbecue knowledge. They don't know what they want. Yeah. <laughs> so Tell them what they yeah. want. I, I tried to, um, before the show started, I tried to Google and try to look it up, like, notable, like, band reunions. Uh, I, I I could not come up with anything. Like, there nothing in that I felt like uh, Blondie. I mean. Motley Crue? And that's what I was going to bring up to Alden. You know, Alden, can you come up with any, like, notable band reunions? Like, the whole crew? I, I guess. I mean, one of them was Queen, which was good, but it's not. I guess it was Queen w- without Freddie. Yeah. Freddie passed on. I mean, there's a few. I mean, Van Halen's one. Um, you know, when David Lee came back in the mix. Careless Use one time. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. That was a band Definitely. I used to be in. We're still waiting, <laughs> we're still waiting on, our, on our reunion. So. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Have you been reunited? I mean. No. Not yet. They're talking about it, though. We always talk about it, but no, nah, I mean, we've, we've hung out together, um, you know, not, not often or anything like that, but we've been together, all of us, um, and talked about it and stuff like that, but mainly because we went, not that we were good or anything, it was just fun, you know, and uh, just to put the music actual, you know, and go like record it and stuff, just so we can have it, but other than that, we'll, no, nah, we're not going to go on tour or anything like that at any time soon, so... Yeah, there, of course there was the police. Uh, I think another one was Sure Thing. Have you heard of that man? Nope. Yeah. Apparently it's like some '90s band that that was like huge. I think Robbie Williams was in it. Or I, again, Who? I went through this whole Robin list. Robin Williams. Like, Robin yeah, Williams. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Funny guy. He's super uh, comedian. He is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He passed away. But it was the first thing that popped up, and I was like, I don't know this one. I don't know this one. I don't. Uh, it's like okay, next. We'll just move on to this topic. Uh, let me ask you guys. 15 old-timey slang words that we should bring back immediately. You guys want to hear some? Uh, I do. Yeah. I, I think we, we I touched on one. this like a couple old? weeks ago, but yeah, we need to go ahead and go through I think these. they're around the 20s. Oh. 1920s, I should clarify. Oh, I just looked one up. Prohibition. I just looked one up. I didn't <laughs> no, know we're not bringing them back. It's <laughs> not a slang. <laughs> it was used... Uh, what was it? We oh, did have, one of them on, a, on one of our videos. Yeah, on a video, we, we touched on one of them. Which was a, 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 a spittoonful? Snootful. Snootful, yeah. Snootful. Snootful. Have you heard this word before? Mm-hmm. That means you drunk. Yeah. Oh. This means uh, um, it's the amount of alcohol that takes you to get drunk. Oh. Yeah. 
We do need to bring that back. Alden yeah. has had a snootful. Not tonight. Not tonight. Or, Man, yesterday, or yesterday. Many other nights. Many Alden other nights, had a so. snootful um, this past weekend, uh, mainly Saturday night, when he tried to jump a tree. <laughs> yes. It won. Yes. It definitely won. <laughs> tree did one. Yes. But did we won, did not win. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. So. That video will be, uh, it should already be what? posted. What? <laughs> yeah, it'll already be posted. Didn't you just get right, What else you got? What are those slang words? Like, uh, peanutty. Peanutty? Yeah. Like crispy, crunchy, peanutter? Yeah, peanutty as an adjective means something closer to petty than having the taste of peanuts. It was first cited in the Old English Dictionary in 1922. Huh. Peanutty. What about hoitsy toitsy? I oh, I what, use that all the time. I know what that hoity is. Toity. Like the, like you don't the, use that? Like the high class people. Yeah. <laughs> Hoity-toity. Yeah. Hoity-toity. Uh, meaning appropriate or just right. Later on, I think it was adapted to pretentious or snobby. So it used to just mean you're doing it right. And that now it means right. you're... You're a snob. Right. Or you're hoity-toity with your fancy, you know... Your high class. Expedition car yeah. and... Your new fridges and all that good stuff, and the fridges with TVs and stuff like that. Fourteen Traegers. Yeah, my TV's got an <laughs> iPad built into it, uh, uh, and a camera, uh, and it's a refrigerator. Uh, if I go to the store, I just pull up the app and I can see what I have in my fridge. That way, I need to know. I need to yeah. know what to do. I sound like yeah. now. Can't make ice for shit though. <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, my can fridge. Cup, can I get a cup of ice? We're all out of ice. <laughs> what? Yeah, Jan already got the cup of ice. <laughs> That's John's new refrigerator, by the way. <laughs> uh, tickety-boo, meaning correct or okay. Huh, tickety-boo. I like that. That's tickety-boo. <laughs> oh, yes, I love it. You got me straight up tripping, boo. <laughs> no, nah, tickety-boo. Oh, tickety-boo. No, <laughs> no doubt. What about bippy? No. Uh, Bippity-boppity-boo. Bippy. That's bippy. Jason bippy. No, not Jason mm. bippy. Mm-hmm. Mike bippy. I mean, Mike bippy. Uh, meaning buttocks or ass. Oh, check out the bippy so on that one. I need to I need to memorize this. Bippy, bippy. All right, yeah, you bet your bippy. You bet your sweet bippy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nasty gram. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's when you several get a, meetings yeah, nowadays. When you get Nasty a bad gram? picture on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like sending a. Never mind. A nudie, the, like what? Yeah, John? Yeah, it's nothing. Naked. Sliding into the DMs unwanted. <laughs> Is that why you got hacked? I don't know why I got hacked. <laughs> Sending I out guess too I'm many just nasty that grams. popular. <laughs> okay, so nasty gram, another word with potential new social media relevance. Nasty gram was first cited in the Old English Dictionary in 1966, meaning an angry or insulting missive. Hmm. Missive? Missive. Missive. Like Could you please tell me what that I means? Know now? What that is. Can I get the um, the <laughs> what, a definition, yeah, please? Country right? of origin. <laughs> exactly. So it's like I, message, right? Missive. Mess. Yeah. Miss. Mess. Missive is like a message. Is it? I. I don't. Pretty know. sure that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't question my 1920s lingo, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> Something you learn from D and D. Right. We got judder. Don't be a bippity. Or whatever the hell that word was. <laughs> Judder is a verb that probably combines shudder and jitter. It was first used in 1931. Okay. I don't know why you would need that one. 
I think it's like uh, maybe if you you drank that like weak ass like dank ass tequila beer that we drank last time, <laughs> and you like yeah, that, that's a you. that's a judder. Yeah, that was definitely it. that was a judder beer. Yep, yep. And we might have to use that moving on uh, when we go into the ninety second beer review, and we get one that's like really like two point or sub three. Maybe it's a judder beer. Judder beer. Mm-hmm. Sweet bippity to judder. That's me. Of course, we're range. always we're always kind of screwed on this because every beer that we hate, Alden loves, <laughs> and every beer we love, Alden hates. I usually love all the beers, but that one was awful. I've never given one less than like a spit everywhere than like a four. I don't think. Mm, yeah, I can verify you, that. You brought one that should have been the top ten, one of the high scoring beers, down to it didn't even make the top ten. Because you were having an off day and your palate wasn't cleansed or something. Yeah. I don't know what we're it gonna, was. We're going to get Matt to try that beer. And the beer gonna, was flat. Yeah. It's going to bump up a little bit. Yeah. I think it the problem is the beer sat it, there for like an hour and a half yeah, or two hours. Up, you know, no, we're talking about last week. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, last weekend. Yeah, it was a good I beer. had it in a little cut. Last week was, no, the, last uh, week was no. the Irish one. The Irish Red Ale. The Wales. The Dublin. Yeah. Dublin Milak. Yeah. Correct. It was good. We'll be fucked. Yeah. Yeg. Yeg, Y E G G, Yeg, meaning burglar or safe cracker. Huh. I don't like that. A safe. We'll cracker. just leave that one in the twenties. Safe Moving cracker. Nineteen oh three. Okay, so a nudge. Uh, let me N O O D G E. Nudge. Nodge. Nodge. Is that like a nudge? D G E nodge. It's to pest, uh, to to pester or to nag. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't like that either. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to use that word. Yeah. Like, Mandy, quit nudging me. Yeah, nudging, <laughs> nudging me. Quit, quit nudging me. Quit staring nudging at my me. bippy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Eyes up here. <laughs> a himbo. Can you Hem- guess what that means? A himbo. Himbo slice. Himbo. I think you're thinking a kimbo slice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Hambone. Like no. a big hair bonnet. Nothing. So broad. Hembo. Big. A male version of a bimbo. Oh. oh. That's a real thing? An attractive, spacey man. Spacey? Well, I don't know what I'm spacey is. Spacey? Spacey. I'd be a himbo. Wait. <laughs> I mean, you are spacey. spacey? <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. When you, when you spend 14 days with yourself in the garage, <laughs> maybe you can be a little spacey sometimes. <laughs> what about a uh, serialist? Serialist? Serialist. So really not, love Frosty like Serial Flakes. killer. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's a, yeah, exactly. Someone who really <laughs> likes cereal. It's the, uh, it first was cited in the Old English Dictionary in 1905. Serialist, one who partakes in the popular all-cereal diet. Huh. Really? Yeah. I was mostly right. I'm trying cereal to picture what. Morning, yeah. cereal for morning, cereal for lunch. What was cereal like back then? I'm so just brand. Is it all brand? <laughs> right. yeah, it could have been good. Brand and <laughs> oats. Yeah, it was probably actually healthy back then. It probably was. Hey, no, average life expectancy was like forty or something. Now, fifty. Last one, Jake. Something really good. He's from State Farm. <laughs> A break. No, what is it? Jake. It's like a car break. Meaning cool or excellent. Oh, that's that's right. I so I looked this word up. Jake. I like that. I looked this word up. It's where I was trying to look for my phone. I was like, what is this? Like, I, 
I know a word. I just looked something up. I don't know where I was. Maybe we we're together on this. I don't know. Maybe this just came up. But yeah, cool word. I heard it used in a sentence. How's too. it spelt? J A K E, like the name. Jake. Yep. Yep. Jake. Yeah, which like might, might be the reason why. How else would you spell that? They're talking about somebody, <laughs> probably. Right. Well, it might. Well, it might be like the reason why, like every freaking '80s, like um, teen romance comedy, whatever. Always like the heartthrob was named Jake. Mm. And I, I'm. I might be just. No, it I might be a stretch so. there. The only one I can think of, which they have a picture of, is uh, the Molly Ringwald, sixteen candles. Yeah. But there's got to be more. Maybe. Jake the Snake Maybe. Roberts. Jake mm. the Snake, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have. And uh, to give credit where credit is due, that's from Katie Henney, H-E-A-N-E-Y, and that's from BuzzFeed. So appreciate that. So now we're sliding into Brisketology 101, volume. Oh, it sounds so weird when you say it like that. Five? Hey, volume yeah, One of them. Seven. We're on one Five, of the volumes. Nine? Please say it in a monotone voice We're talking... Hi. Hi. Brisket. Welcome to Brisketology. Bueller? 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 Anyone? No. Uh, I, before you do that, I do have something here. Um, I was sent this. Uh, new story. It says, a course Light delivered 150 beers to a 93-year-old woman who pleaded for more beer during the lockdown. I, I saw this. That. And yeah. I'm going to say, I'm clapping my hands right now to Coors Light, a real American hero right there. I don't know whose slogan that is. Uh, it's Coors now. Is it? It should be. Yeah. That is I mean, fantastic. It's, that's what you do. That's what a beer company does. They don't just, I don't know. I mean, they're all trying to scheme, trying to be able to yes, sell more beer. Exactly. Coors Light says, you know what? Let me deliver. A shit ton of beer to you. Yeah. Uh, so, Montucky, I need more beer on my corner. We need to <laughs> take a picture. Beer. Here's a picture of her right here. So she actually is holding a can of Coors Light. She is. Okay. Uh, you guys take a picture of me real so quick. So Coors Light. Yeah. Uh, I did see, uh, which I assume was a a um, Photoshop version of that, where it held up a sign uh, holding a um, uh, dildo and saying, uh, need more batteries. <laughs> you guys see that? Did not. Uh, what uh, website were you on? Twitter. That was a passion party website, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> passion party. But you know what? We can't talk about that because we had not received the batteries that Passion Party Mandy's supplying to us. But next mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. we've been promised a donation, a plethora of batteries mm-hmm. uh, will be delivered. Problem uh, is, we need double A. She only uses D batteries. Well, she's promised true. she could scale back a little bit. And uh, she'll be supplying us <laughs> with some double A batteries. So next weekend, we'll be able to say proudly. These batteries are sponsored by mm. Passion Parties by Mandy. But we're Passion talking about we're Mandy. talking about fully charged batteries. We're no, not talking no, no, about like well, no, no. She's bringing us a half. bucket. So there's some some maybe half, some maybe a quarter. Oh, it's like a box of batteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, I got you. I promise. They we appreciate won't, they that. Won't, Mandy. She won't come over and just yeah. open one no, up. We, and we just want we don't want the bucket. We want the batteries out there. We're done here. New batteries. And we're just like that. We crossed the line. I didn't. I didn't cross the line. Alvin did. He's married to her. For now. And speaking of that, you know, we've been, so we went through the whole quarantine or whatever. We were together. We've been, since however, however long we've been going through this, we've only had one little dis- disagreement. Oh, disagreement. That's where you're going. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like you might have another disagreement when you go home tonight. Right. No, it's one disagreement. It started six weeks ago. It's still going on. It's still <laughs> one disagreement. I won that argument, by the way. Okay. 
think. Right. On to brisket. <laughs> no, great, great story, Jan. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let, let's move on to brisket. We're and more specifically, let's talk about cooking brisket. Okay. So uh, over the last couple of weeks, we've gone over uh, trimming briskets and injecting briskets and uh, the seasoning of the brisket and the picking out of the brisket and all that good stuff. So now we're on to the actual cooking process of the brisket. The best part. And I know we'll have a couple of videos that come out to actually show you more in depth on how to do this and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. But it's not so much a how it's a how to, right? But it's how we do it. Like I'm not saying right, right. I'm there's the a lot best of right ways to do it. Whatever. But. I'm just saying you're not going to beat me. I'm saying but I am not the I'm, I'm not going to self-proclaim the best, right? If you want to call me the best, hey, I'm all I'm all, I'm all for that. Right? Those words have uh, never left my mouth. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying about anything. But this is how we do it. Um and you know, it, it works for us. So, and it's been working for 20 years. I'm just saying, not the best, but if you want to say that, up to you. I'm sorry, James. Go ahead. No, that's good. I mean, that was super awesome, Jan. I appreciate that yeah, uh, you're insightful information there. It is insightful. <laughs> yeah, Jan is the best. He is. I mean, uh, not to, uh, um, you know, sound you know condescending or anything. Jan has taught us uh, um, a great deal about cooking briskets, and, and that knowledge has been shared with, everybody around so we definitely appreciate that jen i'm letting you know right now if you keep this up i will not be able to get out of this you need to take that hat off buddy my head is swelling right now (laughs) yeah it's 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 almost as big as john's so the videos you'll (laughs) see (laughs) so the videos you see will give you a little bit more of a visual interpretation of what we're fixing to describe because i mean it's very hard to to relay the the words like oh okay this is what you do here and this and that but so the videos will help you see a little bit better once you listen to the podcast hopefully you listen to the podcast and word if you don't you suck word so so let's get into cooking so so i'd imagine you got basically two i guess cooking methods two styles of cooking that you can go into you got your low and slow and you got your hot and fast uh yes, pretty much. I, I would think so. Yeah, that's. I mean, there's different types of smokers out there, mm-hmm. right? so we're not going to go over all the smokers and how to no. cook on every smoker or whatever no. else. So let's let's call this one a offset that we're going to describe right now, or we want to go with a a pellet grill. Well, we can do or, both, yeah, offset or pellet. Yeah, we can do a little that bit of both. Be, we're going mostly by temperature, so. Correct. But yeah, we could maybe talk. However, a little you're bit trying about, to maintain uh, it. I mean, you you can do it in the oven. I mean, you can, but that's that's the thing. Is like if you're going off a of temperature only, then it's we can give you a, a five second description of how to do, cook a brisket with temperature only. But a lot of people are cooking on stick burners, or they're getting their first pellet grill in, or they're they're, they're cooking on a big green egg, or they're cooking on something, right? So, I mean, I, I would think, like for me, looking at this and trying to explain to somebody how to cook a proper brisket or or any food on on a smoker would be like like fire, right? Get get your fire together. Get your fire management down. Right. The first thing is learning your grill, whatever you're cooking on. But yeah, we did get a request to talk a little bit about fire management on an offset. So I think we can maybe touch on that just a little bit more. Okay. And then uh, yeah, mostly go by temperature, I think. It is. It is. Yeah. I, I think the hardest part in the beginning learning how to cook a brisket was was really understanding fire management and understanding like how the fire has to breathe, how how much wood to put in. Um you know, it's not, we think a bigger piece of wood is, oh, it's more heat. It's instantly whatever. But a lot of times you end up choking your fire out. Right. Um, and then going with smaller splits um, or heating those splits up 
in, in the beginning stages to create a really good cold bed. Uh, and then even then at that point, still maintaining, I, I like the smaller splits of wood uh, to go with. I think they're easier. I think I know I'm able to determine by adding this piece, I'm going to maintain this temperature that I want versus putting on a bigger piece where next thing you know, I could be raging at, at 300 or 325, right. which, which we've all done before, right? So sometimes you're limited to what you have. But for me, I like the smaller splits of wood to go with. Uh, now, if we're talking about a pellet smoker, a, a lot easier, right? You're, you just set the temperature. Yeah, you just set the temperature and you fill your pellets up. And oh my God, I'm smoking <laughs> brisket. There uh, we go. I'm sorry. I gotta, we'll go back to first week almost. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, so I think the first thing really about is maintaining the fire, keeping a constant temperature. If you want a really good brisket, consistency is the key. So keep keeping a, a temperature of whatever range you want to cook at. If it's, right. if it's 275, perfect, but keep it at 275. If it's 250, perfect, right? 300, I've seen people cook at 325. But they, they cook that way, and they will consistently cook that, temp, that temperature for, let's say, four and a half or five hours or... We'll do an eight-hour cook or a 12-hour cook. Right. So um, I think that's the one thing we want to touch on today. I don't want to give everything off. but Yeah, yeah. and that kind of goes back to just knowing your smoker. Like we know with yours, having about two pieces of wood on there is going to hold us right at the temperature we want. Once it burns down, you add another one. You just try to keep it in that range. But like you said, the first thing is having that bed of coals. That's right. Yep. If you don't have that and you try to start it, you know, throw your brisket on there. As soon as you've got a fire going, you're screwed. What's, it's funny, so I never started, James actually taught me this, I never started any fire with charcoal. I always used um, wood, right? I would get fire mm-hmm. starters or whatever, and I, w- I, would, I would put one in there, and I would place it in a certain area to where I knew that it was going to catch the, the wood on fire. So I, I had to start an hour and a half or two hours before I mm-hmm. wanted to cook because my wood was not going to be ready, right? And then I don't know why I never thought about it. I just never did. I was like, right. this is the way I learned how to do it. This is the way I just did it. And then James was out building a fire one day in the, in the, in the, on a cook-off. And I walk over, and he's got charcoal sitting in there. And I'm like, what are you doing? That is the smartest. <laughs> I'm the dumbest person in the world. Why have I not done this? Right? So I think sometimes you just don't think outside the box because you're, you're taught a certain way. And, and to me, that's a very simple lesson that I learned. Like, hey, there's more ways to create heat, a better heat source, and get my fire going versus mm-hmm. using this this piece of uh, uh, it's like a what I don't I don't know what they're the little fire starter sticks, you know, yeah. whatever, uh, to get this piece of wood lit. And yeah. I hated doing that, right? And then you use chemicals you're burning in there and everything else, and using the chimney and using the charcoal was just genius to me. I was like, holy yeah. crap! And I'm, if you're using jealous devil. That shit's hot and it burns forever. That's the way to go. Yeah, the one thing you had to uh, that <laughs> That's a plug back in the day, you're and welcome. for the people that are listening now, the one thing you really had to have to worry about or have to watch out for is using, if you're in a stick burner situation, an offset smoker, using or a vertical smoker, using too much charcoal. It creates a lot of heat, and then you're putting like maybe one stick of wood on it, and then, but it's, it's, you're cooking at like 300 degrees or, you know, 275 degrees and you're cooking along and you're cooking the brisket, but you're only using like one stick of wood or like one chunk of wood or maybe a, a two little fists full size of chunks of wood. And that thing burns for like hours. Well, you're not really putting a whole lot of that smoke, smoke flavor. That's right. That's right. You don't really get that smoke ring as well as 
if you maybe just use maybe, I don't know, I, I'm going to say maybe two pounds of charcoal. Now, if you're using lump charcoal, I mean, it's a whole different bar, ball game, and that's what we use nowadays. I mean, we use the Jealous Devil mainly, uh, and you start a bed of coals that way, and you put the wood on top of it. I mean, you're golden. You're good. But the Kingsford, the other charcoals, I mean, it puts off a lot of heat, but it doesn't really put off a lot of flavor, a lot of smoke. So that's one thing for you have to watch. For the offset cooker. For the offset cookers. Right, yeah, right. yeah I correct. Would, I would totally 100% agree on that. I guess just to get back to what you were talking about earlier, Jan, I guess, you know, the peaks and valleys of your temperatures, you know, and there's certain stuff, obviously, that can ca cause you to, to lose temperature, you know, rain, stuff like that. Besides stuff like that, what else, you know, do you need to stay away from as far as, losing temperature very rapidly and stuff like that you know what i mean i i have the perfect solution right here if it's competition the perfect the one thing that kills everybody in a competition cook-off for keeping the fire is ice cold beer <laughs> that deters it's, everybody from getting up and going to check the that thing you true. get preoccupied you start having a, a party drinking really and truthfully if you're if you're wanting to cook the best piece of food i'm not saying you can't drink because Heaven knows, hell, we all drink or whatever else. But uh, you can't you can't just turn this into a rager. Have a couple of beers. Be mindful of what you're doing. Be consistent. Every 30 minutes, you want to probe and check where your fire is at. You know, have a routine. Uh, sometimes even keep a keep a log of like, hey, I just put it on at 12:30. Uh, at 12:45, I'm gonna look at it, and that way you start gauging. I put this piece of this size of wood on. It runs me 25 minutes in my smoker. It runs me 35 minutes in my smoker. That's how you get down a timetable. And then you can set an alarm. Hey, every 45 minutes for the next, you know, five hours, this alarm goes off. And when it does, I put a piece of wood on. Done. Right. You know, it's, it's literally that easy. If you're consistent. If you're not consistent, those coals burn out. Now you're fighting a fire. And you're not going to put off. You're not going to put together a great piece of, uh, a quality piece of, food i i in my opinion I, I just don't think so like you can overcook it at that point or you're going to undercook it at that point or it's just not going to be good yeah how often do you see like you know somebody may be pulling ribs and you know they also have brisket on there as well you know they're pulling the ribs to wrap them and stuff you know you've got you know fucking door open for extended period of time you know now you're losing you're, you're losing heat how often do you see somebody just going in there and just tossing wood in there just to crank it back up and then once it gets back up boom it's just out of control you know what i mean no, yeah, yeah, that's definitely a thing, and you want to be mindful if you're cooking multiple, multiple products at the same time. They all finish at different times, or, or you're trying to make them all finish at one time, but you only wrap at different times. Maybe, I, I can see that being a time, and you maybe want to stoke it up a little higher if you think, hey, I'm going to have this door open for a little bit longer than what I want to, and it may burn a little hotter. But generally, if you, if you're just I think generally, if you're just um, if you're just pulling a piece of meat off, you're opening it up, you're closing it down, you're not really losing. You know, I mean, you don't want to you, you don't want to be the guy walking over and saying, "Open it every 15 minutes." Hey, look what I'm cooking! Oh, look at it now! Look at it now! Right. The, the exactly. saying is, if you're looking, it's not cooking. You ain't yeah. cooking. You ain't I guess that's what I was kind of getting to. Besides, so, you know, obviously rain slowing it down. What what's gonna bring your drive your temperature down that you're not. You know, just thinking about, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, something something like that is a perfect example. I, I, like, hey, check out what I get. Check yeah, out what I sure, get. Sure, sure. So. And, and everybody knows that person. And I, I'm not saying I've never been that person. If I'm at home cooking, hey, you want to take a look at it? Fine. Take, come take a look at it. Uh, that, that's not but competition. You, you can see it when I turn it in at that point. I don't want you looking <laughs> right. like constantly, you know, whatever. Right. 
So I, I think that's, for me, I, fire management would be the first thing we look at. Uh, and then once you have that down, like you, you, like I'm a 225 or I'm a 250 cooker. Right. Okay, perfect. So Set it. So let's, let's explain to the people when you say I'm a 225 cooker. So, I mean, what necessarily does that mean? So that means that, that I'm going to cook at a lower lower temperature for a longer period of time. This this brisket's not going to finish, uh, let's say, in an eight-hour period, right? We're probably going to be more of a 10, a 10 to 12-hour cook at that point. Uh, Correct. And, and so that's, that's – it's really and truthfully, it's about getting that piece of meat to a certain temperature. That, that's when it's done, right? Uh, or, or you have your, your optimal – or pull from so each each heap of meat can can you can reach that at different times uh lower temperature longer cook so i think you look at you there's benefits to it i think you have a bark that sets up a lot better on a 225 cook mm-hmm. uh, versus a 250 or 275 or a 300 cook uh i think it i think there's probably some benefits to cooking hotter uh with the meat and how it renders and, and breaks down so you may lose a little bit of the bark uh, but you gain other aspects in the cook. So, really and truthfully, I think you have to look and find what works for you. What what do you? How do you like your your brisket? You know, and and everybody becomes a certain person when you're doing this. You know, mm-hmm. I, you're, I'm a two fifty cook, or I'm a two seventy five, I'm a, I'm a three twenty five, which is people that do that at three twenty five mm-hmm. uh, or higher, and people have different methods. You know, but find the one that works for you probably is the big the big thing. Okay, so. I, I'm thinking, okay, so if you're doing a, a low and slow brisket, if you're doing a 225 cook, which I think varies from 225 to 230, 235 or whatever, I think the, the going rate is you you cook probably an hour or so per pound of the brisket. Yep. So if you, if you have a 16-pound brisket, plan to invest 16 hours into cooking this thing without wrapping it. Yes, without wrapping it. The wrapping speeds a process. Up. Right. Also, um, remember, we went through our, 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 our trimming video. I buy a 16-pound brisket. When I trimmed it, it's not 16 pounds anymore. Right. You're losing a couple pounds at least. Right. I must have. I, I think we, we probably lost almost two and a half, three pounds of just sheer fat off of that last brisket right, right there. So now our time goes down. So I think that uh, people... I think you can look at a, a a weight of a brisket and go, that's what I'm doing, and then forget, hey, I did trim this thing. Yeah, correct. So, I mean, yeah, and it, it it varies in subjective, and just like you just said earlier, it's like it, it comes down to the the internal temperature uh, whenever it reaches that that I guess that sweet spot of like maybe 200 degrees to 205 degrees or whatever. It's usually when the brisk is done. Sometimes it's it takes longer. Sometimes it takes shorter. It just really depends on when you probe it. Does it probe good? Does it, you know, no resistance going in and out? So, but for somebody that's a novice, like say, hey, Jan, I want to cook hot and fast. Yep. Give these guys a couple of pointers as far as temperature-wise and when they need to wrap or, you sure. know what I mean? I mean, sure. let these so- guys know. So I think on a so let's say we have a twelve to thirteen pound brisket, um, hot and fast. To in my mind is two seventy five, three hundred. Um, you're roughly going to cook 
Um, you should probably reach 160, 165, and maybe three and a half to four hours. Um, you maintain that same temperature when you wrap, you're probably going to reach 205 in the next two hours. So look, plan to possibly three, but plan to, we plan for eight hours on a hot and fast cook. Generally, we finish it in six and a half hours on a hot and fast cook. So yeah. that's that's fast. So cooking about four hours, smoking about four hours. Yes. And then wrapping it and then letting it go, probing it, probing it, and just whenever it hits that internal temperature that you're comfortable with, that's when we start like checking. That's when we start like probing it, make sure okay, that, that probe goes in nicely, it comes out nicely. We're good. We should pull it. Even though, I mean, it may read 198. Right, yeah, yeah. That's right. I've yeah. seen briskets that at 204 felt still tough, and it had to go to, to 208 for it to be like, that's the one I want to pull right there. And it wasn't overdone. And I, I think I think there was somebody had, had shared this with me, but it was like, take a stick of butter, right? Just sit mm-hmm. it on the counter. Room temperature. And, 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 and have the foil still wrapped around and everything else, take a toothpick and drop it into the um, in, into the butter and get that motion, get that feel of how that feels and how that it should just go right in and right out. And once you feel that, that's how it should feel when you go right into the brisket. Yeah. So and I, I tell I tell everybody, I mean, your first brisket, again, everybody wants that Aaron Franklin's low and slow 16-hour smoke. Uh, and I'm sure he probably does something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he may wrap a little bit at towards the end or whatever, but everybody wants that, that nice peppery crusty bark and all that. And they hear the Texas crunch where you wrap it in tinfoil and you basically just basting and just steaming this brisket. I don't want that. Look, Hey, don't listen to that. I mean, you can still produce a phenomenal brisket by, and, and I say probably eight hours. Well, without a doubt mm-hmm. cooking at two seventy five. That's where we kind of usually like to hit there. 275, 300, but 275 is a really good sweet spot. Cook for four hours. Wrap it and go for another four hours. I mean, that right there is what I tell everybody is like a, just a, a very basic, simple yep. plan for you guys to go into brisket. Now, if you start wanting, hey, it's a little bit too, I guess, braised. It's a little too... Um, the the seasoning maybe washed off a little bit, roasty or not roasty, roasty or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't like that. Then hey, then by all means you can start playing with it. You can start okay, hey, absolutely. I'm gonna start smoking a little bit longer. Maybe I'll lower the temperature a little bit. But that right there just gives you kind of a guideline to work with, and then just run with. It. I mean, I I told a guy like uh, I think he's out in California one one point in time that he was having like uh, problems doing brisket and he was having people over and he was doing whatever. I was like, Hey, look here, do this. Smoke it at like 375 or 275 for four hours, wrap it in foil, go for three hours or I said three and a half hours, depending on how, how big your brisket is. And then check and start probing. If it, if it probes pretty tender or whatever, pull it. I mean, he came back the, the following weekend. It's like, dude, that was amazing. I mean, the brisket was like, just it was tender. Mm-hmm. Everybody ran it and raved over it. He's like, I'm getting requests to do like briskets now from like my friends That's and family. Fantastic. Yeah. So I was like, That's okay. a fair baseline, right? There. Yeah. Uh, and then just go with it, mess with it from there, however you like it. Like you said, if you want to smoke it a little longer, uh, like we usually wrap it around 160, 165, 170 at the latest. 
you want to let it go a little longer, wrap it a little later, get a little more bark on it or whatever it is, that's a great way to go. Well, I think it's bark. A lot of people think like the longer you smoke, um, the more smokier it's going to be. I like that good, you know, post oak and or mesquite mix right. or something. There's only a certain point you're going to get to. Right. We talked about that in, right. uh, in one of our episodes. After a certain temperature, it's not taking any more smoke flavor. It's going to get a little more bark, but it only takes smoke flavor up to, what, 140 degrees or something like that. And That's you're right. not wrapping before that. So. That's right. So, yeah. And then, like you said, um, you're not really pulling it at a certain temperature. You're going by, going by, by how feel. it feels. Hey, now, listen. If you're, if you're at 204, 205, you need to start looking. At that point, I mean, that's that's like a two hundred degrees. I start I start thinking about it and looking at the brisket. Yeah, two hundred or even just a little bit before that. Yep. So and then, like I said, I've had brisket go to two hundred eight, uh, and then I'm like, this is perfect. And I've had brisket with two hundred eight, and it was like a roast. So uh, you, you've <laughs> got to be careful uh, of how long you cook this thing. Yeah. So when we're talking about regulating temperature, if we have some uh, new cooks out there, I want to give them some. Um, tips on how to actually regulate the temperature with like say an offset smoker so if you're trying to get your temperature up you want to make sure all those vents are open smokestacks vent is open so you get a nice airflow flowing through your pit so if you're a new person you don't know that you know you can choke that thing off too if it's too hot you know you just close that vent a little bit maybe just leave a little slit open let that temperature come down a little bit that's right i love that uh and matt uh why don't you go ahead and elaborate a little bit more? And I, I think maybe the last maybe episode or whatever you talked about uh, doing your brisket, or maybe it just me and you talking or whatever. But you recently just cooked a brisket, correct? Right. Yep. Okay. So, and Matt, uh, for the people at home that don't know, Matt has a offset smoker in his backyard. It, it, it's one of the uh, was it. Um, Smoky New Bronze Fails. New, yeah, New Bronze Fails, yeah. whatever. The cheapest and one you can get at Academy, basically. They, they're good smokers. It's like a standard what you're going to find somebody smoking a Correct. offset in it's their backyard. It's probably a great opportunity or a great example of what probably a lot of listeners are probably cook on as well because not a lot of them have like a $3,000 pit or you know a $15,000 pit or whatever. So they're they're cooking on the New Bronze Fills smokers or they're, they're using a Traeger. But I mean, uh, well, go yeah. ahead and break them down as far as what you went with cooking on this. Last if, if you if you've it took me a few times to figure this out but if you've got one like mine where it's just a cheap smoker where you got heat leaking out of the lid because it doesn't quite fit right and you know Nothing whatever sealed. Else, right yeah if you got one like me and it's like that's one thing that saved me was just adding a small little fan to blow air into my into my firebox as soon as i did that it made cooking all every every other time i'd be cooking a brisket i'd just be fighting the fire constantly and I'm throwing logs on and trying to open that little vent. And then I just open the door all the way, trying to get as much air. I'm like, God, I'm just fighting this thing all the time. As soon as I got a little fan, pointed it at that little at that firebox and let the, the air flow right through there. And now I got clean and burn fire. I'm not fighting it all the time. It 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 just worked out perfect. So right. if you if you have a hard time regulating that temperature and you got a cheap ass grill like I do, or smoker like I do. Get a little fan for it. Right. Point it right at that vent, right? Because directly into that little inlet on the side. The air is what's going to give you the... the air fuels the fuel. Exactly. Yep. That's a great way to put it, Matt. Thanks. I thought of that all myself. <laughs> put that on. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> air fuels the fuel. Trademark by Matt. Very good. Absolutely. So that's fantastic. So, I mean, uh, there's one million different ways to go to about cooking a brisket. No, there's not. There's... 
Five. Jan way or the there's wrong like way? Six or ten different ways. Uh, four well, of those I don't ways know, are wrong. Our our, our boy, uh, <laughs> our boy Rich O'Toole, he barely, apparently busted out a new way to cook a brisket, <laughs> and that was uh, bus brisket. I want to hear him elaborate okay. on that. Have you heard about bit. this? I've not heard about that. Yeah. So apparently, and maybe one of these days we can hook up with him uh, and get Skype and have him describe what went on. But the the small details that we do know is that. He cooked a brisket on his tour bus, but he took this brisket and wrapped it in foil heavily, and then he put it on the engine block, and they drove eight hours to their next destination to where they're going to they're gonna play, and then when they got there, they had bus brisket. That's phenomenal. That's not a smoke brisket. If it is, it's, you don't want to eat it. <laughs> Smoked and diesel. Right. <laughs> that smells like uh, Detroit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Peterbilt. Uh, I've done that with hot dogs on a snowmobile, but I've never done that with briskets on a bus. Mm-hmm. No, that's so, a new thing. That's probably another topic for uh, another episode on weird what's and wacky the, ways. What's on... the craziest way you cooked your brisket? Exactly. Right, yeah. yeah. In the yeah. butt, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. By the way, go look at that show. It's got the dating show or the mm. newlywed show. Yeah. Yeah, go look at that show. That's phenomenal. <laughs> I watch it every once in a while. That's the best. Just to hear it. What's the craziest place you made Whoopi? <laughs> that happened on a TV show. Yes. I, I've like seen in, it. In the 70s. I, yeah. yeah. That's great. I've seen I've watched a lot of, not to get off on a tangent or anything, but Steve Harvey, you know, just kind of like outtakes and stuff like that, and that actually popped up. So I actually yeah. didn't get to see that. So. Yeah. <laughs> It was actually very funny. That's fantastic. All right, and we're on break. Yep. Until he turns around. I've done it since I've done it since day one. Have you really? Yeah. No. Hmm? You no. just heard it because it was different coming from uh, that microphone over there. Okay. But it's there. Oh, it's no. there every time. I hate it. <laughs> I love it. But we'll after all, after all, I mean, what are we talking about? We're talking about the ninety-second beer review. 90 second beer review. I don't know. I, I almost went and like mash like 90 second Is beer review. I, I like how I went into 90 second beer review and none of you guys said shit. I wasn't really ready. I didn't know we were even doing this yet. Yeah. Are we live? I didn't Is this either. Happening? Is this thing on? <laughs> Hello. What's happening here? Okay, let's do it again. It's a little coordination or something. Uh, I don't feel like, like the listeners should have to listen to us no, sing more than I don't they think have so to. <laughs> you know what? You get what you get. James did his Sorry, little folks. mash interpretation. Yeah. yeah, that's what you got this 90 time. Felt like oh, just, folks. Yeah, no ticker on yeah. that one. Just sad yeah. song, by the shot, way. Shot our shot. Like, we shot ourselves in the foot. You that's what we did. yourself in the foot. Yeah. All right, can we talk about, this beer? talk about this beer? This beer is from Co- Coop or Co-op? Coop? 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 Coop Ale Works. Coop Ale Works, and it's called Spare Rib Pale Ale, and that's why I picked it up off the shelf. I could use Spare Rib, by the way. Spare Rib. No, it's, um, I it's, think a, I'm missing it's a cool one. beer. Mm-hmm. I Alda know, could use a Spare Rib. To be honest with you, I don't know if I would pick this beer up if I saw it sitting there. Tell me about the uh, can, Jan. It's, I mean, it's a cool can. It's a cool cool thing, cool logo they have going on. Uh, I do like the fact that you've got the, the guy and the, and the girl skeleton, mm-hmm. and then he actually has... A rib in his hand. She has uh, an apple for some reason. Let me ask yeah. you this. How do you tell the difference? So, let me ask you. Yeah, okay. I'll okay. beat me to the punch. How, how do you tell the difference between the girl skeleton or the boy skeleton? Well, the girl's got a bow and she's got long eyelashes, and the right. boy's got a hat. Okay. Says well, I can't see two, the two, two, two on it. What does the two 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 mean? I don't know. Two twenty two. It's like sorry, a clock. I don't know what that means. I, I don't know what that means either. However, the one thing I don't like about this is that a boy 
boy giving his rib to make a girl. I I know this it's is biblical. How, I know. I get that. I'm just saying. No, she got all her freaking ribs and 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 then he he doesn't have one. He's got one less. You see what's happening here? Was that she Marilyn didn't Manson? Even need the rib. That's what it, I'm saying. <laughs> she took it just because typical woman walking here going, you know what? If I'm gonna be with you. Give me one of your ribs. And typical guy says, okay, here we yeah, go. My wife yeah. does that all the time. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> and then she's tempted again with an apple. Again, biblical. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, that is a little biblical. I'd be like, hey, if you want my rib, do you want it with barbecue sauce or without barbecue sauce? Yeah. Now, the best part, here's the thing. <laughs> now, a good question. Yeah, I I do think, well, there's a couple things I would have changed in this, in this pictogram I'm looking at. Uh, obviously, I didn't do the artwork. Uh, so, uh, and you don't own a brewing company. Well, I don't need to. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna give this like a, if I'm rating the can by itself, that's eh, a six point one. What just we, the just the can. When did we can. start rating the I cans? I thought it was a cool. No. We're not. But this We're I thought not. it was I'm a cool can. Like that, I saw yeah. the can, and honestly, I, it was more about the name of the beer. But I thought it was cool. Well, there's too many gestures and there's too many things going on. That I just you're, saw you're spare rib to. and was like, oh, spare rib. Now, that would have been we great. like ribs. Had you not had the guy handing one of his ribs and the girl obviously had all of them. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even notice that. You know, girls don't have one more rib, by the way. Hmm? It's a proven fact. Well, same amount of ribs. Okay. Does that go for every living thing? Freaking, I don't know, man. I like care more about what's on the inside. So well, let's, let's, let's this taste beer. this beer. Okay, well, before, before we get into it, let me just go and... Uh, so they're out of Oklahoma City, and this is their the yeah, I guess the you want to hear a joke? Why doesn't Texas fall into Why the Gulf of Mexico? Texas fall into Mexico? Te- Gulf of Mexico uh, because Oklahoma sucks. sucks. <laughs> Mother truckers. Okay, so hey, by the way, they're also the ones yeah. who brought you the, lot, the the Tiger King. Yeah, we also we all watch that Oklahoma. On so yeah, thank so you, Oklahoma fans. To watch that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Big on late hop flavor, easy on bitterness. Our American Pale Ale has a heaping portion of Columbus and Citra hops added after it leaves the brew house. Share this refreshing gas station beer with your nearest companion. Again, let me tell you something else about this freaking can that I just noticed. All right. Uh, 19 ounces. Okay. That's a big beer. Cool. That's nice. 35 IBUs. Hey, I'm digging that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 4% alcohol by volume. It's a light beer. Did you just make me like, like, is it, are you still trying to pull some, some Oklahoma shit on me and not give me the freaking 4.7 like I deserve? Like, <laughs> this thing at least needs to be a 5.5 alcohol by volume. At least. Uh, that's the minimum, guys. And look, I know y'all passed y'all's law where y'all can change the alcohol volume. You don't have to serve that three-point bullshit. So, I mean, come with it, man. Let's do this. All right. Are you done? Yeah. It also <laughs> has a SRM score of six. Do yep. you guys know SRM. what SRM stands for? I, I do. You do? I do. Because I looked it up, too. Yeah. uh, Standard Reference Method. It's abbreviation. SRM is a color system used by brewers to specify finished beers and malt color. Right. In this case of malt, it's actually the SRM color of the laboratory wort made from the malt, which is printed on the package. Yeah. That was not my my first guess, neither. No, out of 40. It goes 1 to 40. Whoa, really? Okay. It's considered pretty light. Okay. Lightish color. Let's give it a drink. Let's give it a drink. I already did. It's a very light. Yeah, it's a little hot, but it's pretty light. Yeah, it's pretty light. This is a good. This is a good beer for me. 
I think if you're not usually, if you're not like an IPA kind of fan, I guess it's an APA American Pale Ale. Mm. It's it, it's not real hoppy. If you're yeah, not, not an, if you're not a hop fan, this is an intro IPA. Yeah, exactly. But actually, that's probably a good thing to say right there, Matt. This is a beer you want to start trying. Not you, John, John said it. John, <laughs> I don't know if you heard. Matt, that was a great idea. We have different thanks, voices. Thanks, you know what? We appreciate that. I really, I feel like you're really just mm, with the beers. You know, uh, this is like an entry level beer. Like if you're trying to get into trying other beers, other uh, maybe a little more hoppier beer, this is the one you definitely want to try. It's. I think it's solid. Again with that word. It's kind of liquid to me. I don't know. What are you talking about? God damn it. <laughs> you know, I want to... Yeah, I have so many things right now. Racing in my head. Well, you just finished your glass, so... You must not hate it. It's only 4.0, so, I mean... <laughs> yeah. It's like drinking water. Bath water. I put some lemon zest in my freaking or orange zest in my bath and had a little sip of it when I was lounging in it for yeah. 30 minutes. Jan drinks a lot of bath water. Same. <laughs> hey. Okay. Let's go around the table here. Let's Who wants to go first? Let me start it off. Again, so, this is 90 second beer review. Guys. 90 seconds. 90 seconds. That's all we got. It's a, it's a tasty beer. It's, it's not bad. It's not horrible. Uh, I'm not. A huge fan of the IPAs or the APAs or whatever it is. So I don't like really citrusy, hoppy beers. It's not hoppy. It's got, well, for me, it's got a hot flavor to it. Mm, okay. But it does not have the alcohol punch behind it, which I don't like for. If I'm going to drink a IPA beer, I'm, I'm going to need a little bit more of the alcohol punch that comes along with it. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Okay. So what's your score? Six point five. That's pretty good. That's, a, that's, that's not a, bad, really. That's a good score. That's a pretty good score. That's a really good score, James. Six and a half. A solid score. Yeah. Solid okay. score. Yeah, it's a good. Good. Yeah. He says. Oh, it. where you got? Um, I actually like it, man. Let me uh, let me take another swig real quick. <laughs> Go ahead, sport. <laughs> Six point seven. You give it higher than the freaking red L that we did last week? How the hell are you going to do that? Because I like it. He likes it more. That's how it works. Oh, that's ridiculous, man. <laughs> I'm going to feed you All four right. Bud Lights next time. You rate that one again and see what you come up with. Uh, okay. okay. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. This is light. It's crisp. It's a little hoppy. It's not crazy hoppy. There is a little bit of citrusy. I don't know if it's orange or what it is, but it's good. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7.2. I like this beer. Hmm. That's a great score. Yeah, seven is. two. Seven I like two. this beer. It's very good. Okay, I, I, I was on the fence with my emotions, and then I've just after I started reading the can, I just went over the fence. Yeah, don't okay? think about the can. Think about the flavor. So no, let's just put all put it all out there. Um, I would have rated this beer first sip. I was like, oh my god, this is a good beer. This is a great beer, mm-hmm. right? I, well, yours is a seven two. Mm-hmm. I was seven one. Without looking at the IBUs, or I'm sorry, the alcohol content. And once I read exactly what you did in Oklahoma people, Oklahoma people, whatever this is, um, six, seven. That's where I'm going with this. You got to raise your alcohol. Get out of the Stone Ages. That's where I'm at. Not I'm sorry. all beers have to be super strong. No, and I agree. But Mind you can't you, tell we- me it's a four, 19 ounce beer is 
4.0? Well, they might make a smaller one. I just bought Doesn't the big matter. ones. Doesn't matter. Okay. It'd still be 4.0. Doesn't matter. That's what they do. They trick you in, Matt? in, in Oklahoma. Little tricksters. Well, I'm going to have to go ahead and give it the lowest rating out of everybody here. I'm going to go a 5.8. There you go. Okay. I like it, yeah. um, but I'm not getting any of that hoppiness at all from this. No, no I didn't either. None. I got a little bit. So I am not. hop. Yeah, to me, it's just like a smooth beer. Yeah. I'm not getting any hoppiness at all, and I kind of wanted some hoppiness to it, so... Mm. I, I, I like the fact that I could drink a gallon of that. I like that. However, I don't like the fact that I could drink a gallon of it and not feel anything. That's very true. So I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. I, I got a freaking beer belly because I had to drink 16 packs of these to get a buzz on. Well, That's okay. You did 100 sit-ups yesterday. I wouldn't blame it on those. <laughs> I did do 100 sit-ups. Did you? No, I did 70, 78 oh. or something like that. So they do have a a lot of other beers uh, that you can sample and try. They do have a lot of limited release beers that does have the higher alcohol content by if volume you want a that, good you're, tasting that beer, you're talking about. I'm not about. saying this. It's a great tasting beer. My original score would have been higher. Yes. I'm, I'm deducting points because of the alcohol content. That's all I'm saying. They have a lot of like limited release um, barrel-aged beers. Mm-hmm. Not that tequila. Well, they do have the tequila. tequila we don't want that tequila shit. 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 Uh, they have some uh, bourbon. They have brandy that's like with cherries and all that good stuff. Like, I'm telling you right now, they have to have this beer right now. I know they had this this flavor this flavor of beer with with like a seven or a six and a half. I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they do. It's it's called something else. Yeah, it, yeah. They have a different name for it or whatever else. And I and I probably was a little harsh on this. Uh, I think I, it's called baby back rib. <laughs> right, my baby back's got a seven and a half percent alcohol by volume. By the way, if y'all do that, I'm buying a shit ton of it. So, got that St. Louis rib. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever had a barrel aged beer that you actually like really liked and no. you really mm-hmm. want to buy again? Nope. I haven't either. Nope. Yeah. I've had one. I'm like, oh, that was interesting. I'm yeah. not going to get I that again. I have one in my fridge that I bought, but I haven't busted yeah. it out yet. Hmm. Well, maybe next week. All right, so uh, we'll. Conclude the scores, or we'll, we'll put post the scores. Hopefully, you make uh, you got a really good score from from Alden, uh, neutral score from which is still a better than better than half. So we all gave him good scores. Yeah, those are good scores. Nobody uh, gave him bad scores. No, not at it's all. It's not a bad beer. Um, yeah, which yeah. Mine, mine may be high because you know Matt probably hit on the nail on the head. Was like it's, it's not the hop. He can't taste the hops in it. You know, mm-hmm. and I can't. I think that's what throws me off is when it's very very hoppy. It's just it makes you want hobby. It Let's makes see. me want to go, back, go, go down the river. That's all we have, so. guys. Ninety, 90 second beer review. Hey guys, uh, thanks for tuning <laughs> in. Appreciate uh, it. Good night. Ninety Bye. second beer review, guys. Bye. See you later. Bye. Ninety second beer review. Fuckers. It's not the same. It's not the same without Alden coming in with the. We all do that shit too fast sometimes. That's great. Barbecue wins, barbecue fails. Barbecue or are we going wins, into barbecue fails? Hey, I, I don't have a crazy barbecue win mm-hmm. or fail. I've got a great cooking win. I think just for me, that's a win. Uh, Go for it. Yeah, uh, we were. So I'm not sure if America's ready for. Uh, like the, the working out, the slim and trim, the Arnold Schwarzenegger like muscles that Jane is growing mm. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I was under a timetable crunch, and I was trying to do something on a flat top that I'm not really used to doing. Right? Is which is frying food. 
on on a flat top. Right. Uh, so like you grill burgers or you you know you're always frying something, but not actually dumping a bunch of oil or not a bunch, but a little bit of oil. But I did uh, two ribeye uh, steaks that were choice that that I hammered out um, and tenderized into these huge beef cutlets, hmm. right? And I floured and fried those things uh, on the flat top. So is this some kind of like chicken fried steak kind of thing? Chicken you had fried steak. On? Yeah, that's right. right. On the flat top. Yeah, I actually tasted this and it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was phenomenal. It was but really seriously, good. Seriously, wasn't it? <laughs> it was like, really good. Me, it's a piece it of steak. It was very okay. I mean, guys. So I I I, I, I shot some videos, which I'll, I'll shoot over to John and he he can post some. Uh, yeah. And show you what these things look like, but I mean, think about a Texas-sized chicken fried steak made out of a ribeye that was just—I mean, you could cut the damn thing with a fork almost. Um, yeah, it was. He said it was just a it choice ribeye, but it was—it was good. So tender. It was very, very. Well, good. I wouldn't he, want to buy like a prime uh, one and then he really it listened to everything so. I said when I taught him how to make Did it. Did you? <laughs> can I ask you a question? Did you make gravy? So you know what? I so here's the deal, and this is why it's four hours morning, later, okay? Because um, I I had to be done by six o'clock because I had to work out. It was five twenty when I sent. I think I sent John a text message saying, "Hey, listen, I got to go to six fifteen. I can't or six thirty. There's no way I'm gonna be done by this." Fifteen minutes. I not only did two of these uh, of, of these ribeyes, I did. Uh, two chicken breast um, as well, which were equally equal to the same size almost as this Texas size chicken, uh, Texas size chicken fried steak. So, like I said, I did four pieces of meat uh, cooked. It was like 15 minutes. I was done. Like that's a barbecue win. Yeah, I, I definitely. showed up. I still showed up on, at six o'clock, ready to ready to work out, and nobody else was ready because I said six thirty basically. But no gravy. I don't know what's going on with this, James. Why are John. you interrogating me? John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is there a light in my eye? Hit him, hit him with the gravy. Yeah, yeah. I no came gravy. across something today on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, what is it called? The Wor- Annual World Gravy Wrestling Championships. Have you? Has any of you heard of this? The Angling? Never heard of this. The Annual... Annual. Gravy Wrestling Championship. Does it involve bikinis? It may. I don't. I haven't I'm actually sure seen <laughs> all of the videos, but uh, and, and I just realized this like within the last thirty seconds. There's actually a men and a women's category for this. Wow. Okay. But yeah, it's a, 2020. Everyone. It, it's, right. There's a <laughs> big wrestling pit that they fill with what appears to be gravy. Yeah, brown gravy. I think. brown gravy. Right. Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm more of a white gravy guy, but yeah. maybe it was white gravy and it just got dirty. But it looks like brown gravy. And I, I don't know where this is. It looks like it might be in That's probably uh, the most disgusting thing Europe somewhere, maybe. Mm. I'm not really sure. But uh, I feel like we should maybe be, uh, no, maybe recreate this. No, yeah. no, that sounds. Uh... That's definitely something that happens outside of Texas. <laughs> right. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> yeah. Texas, we're like, uh, we're, we're saving our gravy for our chicken yeah. fried steak. Yeah, y'all waste that gravy? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> uh-uh. What you doing with my gravy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That, that I just came across that and thought it was um, fantastic. But hey, hmm. so so money talks, right? So uh, Alden, how much money does it take for you to get in a pit of Waterburger gravy to wrestle somebody? 
I mean, I just uh, basically threw myself into a tree the other day for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, Out zero money. So zero nothing. Hours. <laughs> I've eaten habanero peppers, fresh, whole, crunched them, chewed them up for free. Um, I do a lot of stuff for free. So, nice. so water burger, uh, definitely add us and let us know <laughs> are you, oh, uh, where we are can you, get a hold of a lot of gravy. Are you wrestling other men? Are you wrestling in this competition? It is. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's man on man or woman on woman. So, Ugh. what am I looking for down there? Is there something to Twigs find? Berry. Don't touch them. Like, you're wrestling. You're not, <laughs> I don't mean that. Bro. You're not bobbing for apples in the right. gravy. You're wrestling. No, there might be a Monterey Melt down there. I don't know. Somewhere. If that's <laughs> the case, I'm going to go find that. I'll go find that motherfucker. I don't know how so. you got. Yeah, there's a big Monterey Melt between a dude's legs. Don't touch it. Well, no, I'll push him out the way real quick. You're wrestling somebody to digging in the gravy for Monterey He's swimming around. He's swimming around the gravy. Like, where's that Monterey Melt at? We're not leisurely just relaxing in a hot bath. Of bringing it now, wrestling the guy, an opponent. Mm. How big is this guy? It doesn't matter. Like, why do we have to go into same weight class? Yeah, well, 145 pounds. No, I don't think there's weight classes. It's He's me and you, Elden. I would push that fool out the way. So, you're wrestling him? Oh, yeah. We're not wrestling for a Monterey Melt. <laughs> the winner Again, gets a like Monterey Melt. thinks yes. there's a Monterey Melt <laughs> yeah, at the bottom of the gravy. <laughs> Are the there winner, french fries in this gravy? The winner gets a Monterey Melt. <laughs> Yeah, it's, but it's located at the bottom of the gravy. You got to find it, too. I would do it for free. Sweet Jesus. I'm sorry I brought this up. Yeah. <laughs> I am, too. I didn't bring it up. Love well, it. now I want to go to Waterburger and get a chicken yeah. basket. I am gravy. hungry. Yeah. <laughs> no, John has about 12 things, 14 things of gravy at your, in your fridge right now. In your, in your fourth fridge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, so where were we? Barbecue oh, wins, barbecue fails. That was got? definitely a uh, barbecue win for Jan on his chicken fried steak. Dude, Dude, it by was the way, legit it was, money. It was so flipping good. Yeah. Like, I probably will only do chicken fried steak that way from now on. Yeah. What did Keegan think of it? Uh, Keegan's <laughs> such a smartass. <laughs> I think I think he gave it a, did I say a seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gave it a seven. It was, that's a seven. He shrugged. That's and right. he walks off. I'm like, <laughs> if you, you were to go to any restaurant <laughs> and order a chicken fried steak and it came out like that, You'd be like, oh my God, I could put this on the. This is the best thing I've ever had in my life. So you had the flat top, you just put oil on the flat top, you breaded them, threw it on there, and just cooked it. That's right. right. Yeah, just a little. And I didn't use a lot of oil. I just used probably, uh, I would say probably a quarter cup of oil on. I probably used a quarter cup of oil on the flat top. And yeah, I I laid, uh, I spread it around and laid the four pieces on there and let it go. I mean, every once in a while, I would bring the oil around if it kind of ran to one side and kind of just bring it back to the very beginning and let it flow through. But, I mean, it was crispy. It was flavorful. It didn't taste like it was deep fried, like it was just soaked in oil or anything else. Yeah, Yeah, it was not greasy. Guys, I may be opening a restaurant up, cooking only chicken fried steak on a flat top. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Mm -hmm. If you can throw some of those burgers you make on that flat top, too. I'm also doing burgers. That's right. That's right. Let me give you a flat top first. Your hair, dude. <laughs> I'm not doing that. He does need a haircut. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. The hair's getting long on all of us. Yeah. When I say all of us, I mean me and James. Couple yeah. of y'all. Yeah. Everybody Less else cuts their own hair. Yeah. Or the wife cuts their yeah. hair. The wife, he'd been cutting mine. I've been saving the money. What about a little barbecue fail for you guys? I you love know, it. You can got? we go into the smell that was in this garage for about a week and a half or we two weeks? We can go into the little smell that was did in this garage for a little bit. The little stanky smell. I did find it. Where was yeah, it? What was it? 
Where was it? Well, it's the, I guess, the barbecue fail that we're fixing to get oh, into. It was God. probably the most tender chicken you would ever see. What? <laughs> oh, come on. So, All right. for probably maybe a week and a half, uh, there was like a certain smell that was coming from the garage. and Very pungent, by the way. Yeah. And you could smell it in certain areas of the garage, and you, you I investigated. I, I went all around. I was like, I smell like some kind of died. But and then I walked <laughs> other parts. I'm like, well, I don't smell anything. I'm like, and I'm like, there's probably a fucking rat that's like died somewhere or did something. I was like, I went everywhere throughout this garage. Behind, or I say behind, below our table, I have one of our Cambros that's mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. stored there. Um, I opened it up and I smelled and I didn't smell anything. I was like, actually the, the camera was cracked. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and then I opened it up fully and I was like, stuck my head in there. I was like, I don't smell anything. And I kind of just like closed it back up again. I was like, I don't know where their smells come from, but I'm like in this area, but I do smell it. I was was like, it I, over here? It, it was right oh, here. Oh, it was right here. Okay. I was like, I bet you there's a, like a fucking dead rat. In my attic, like right above, like just right there. That's why I'm smelling this like dead, this deadness. <laughs> and so I searched and I think we had, uh, we recorded like kind of a mini episode one night and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. somebody was sitting out. in the chair over here next to me and they're like, I'm like, I do you smell something? I mean, I smell something right over there, but I cannot find where it's at. So I went for... I think whatever whatever day it is uh, that we uh, we're I think we're fixing to work out or do whatever. So I'm in the garage. I'm cleaning up. Finally, I'm like I'm back in that area. I'm like it's only in this one area that I'm smelling it, and so it happens to be right there next to the Cambro. And so that I I open up. I, I it was already cracked. Ugh. I've already I've already stuck my head in it and smelled. I was like I don't smell anything. Right. I opened it up and I look in there. I was like, I do not see anything in here. I mean, there's like maybe a little grease down at the bottom or whatever. I don't see anything in here because I'm just standing up, bending over, like looking, looking over, trying to crack my head. Like finally, I was like, let me just get down on like all fours and just like, <laughs> let me just get on a knee. And I looked down. I was like, Lo and behold, there's like a freaking Cambro H pan, a uh, little half pan, half pan that's sitting all the way in the back, top shelf, <laughs> top shelf of this Cambro. Full, uh, you can't see it at that angle. You got to get down it. there. Full of chicken. It was full of one half chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, because the Cambro is solid as shit. Was it still warm? <laughs> it was still moist. Let me say that. It's still was it moist. growing anything? Uh, I'm sure there was a lot okay. of bacteria growing in there. Beyond that, there was a. <laughs> Did a, it lay an egg? There was a lot of like little awesome. little um, little babies. Oh um, my god! All so over much. everywhere. So it did lay an egg. It laid a lot of <laughs> eggs. Sweet Jesus! So I pull it out. Yeah, no, I, I sanitized, I sprayed, disinfected, whatever. That that H pan that that got retired. Mm, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Straight to the trash can. Straight to the trash can. That thing's made out of like some crazy kind of plastic or whatever. Yeah, else. I'm sure like, I can probably clean it. Yeah. Uh, I, they went straight in the trash. Nice. So, well, yeah. Barbecue fell on me. We got to bleach that can, bro. Yeah, yeah. We were turned upside down and just fill up full of water and bleach. So, <laughs> yeah. hey, that horrible uh, hey decision on my part, or just horrible wow. me just 
re- not Honestly, remembering. We were probably all stuff here in today. There. It was y'all all were. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, mostly Matt's fault. Yeah, mostly exactly. Was there potato salad in <laughs> the well, HP? We know yeah. Matt would have had a hand in it. Yeah. Had there been potato salad, salad remnants mm-hmm. or somewhere. Just I think there dollops. was, yeah, there were some fingerprints of potato salad yeah. on the side of yeah. it. So <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Stupid potato salad. So just chalk that up Matt. to just a, another forgetfulness part on James's part. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. You learn and grow. So next time I know, uh, next time I go on to this cooking deal, hey, check the Cambro every night when you cook. What is your deal about making these mistakes, James? I don't know. I feel like everybody's making these mistakes, but I'm the only one that's actually reporting. I don't them. think so. I don't feel like I've ever made a mistake. Yeah. 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 I feel like either A, you're not cooking, or B, you're just not I being mean, truthful. There was this one time. but <laughs> In band camp? <laughs> it was after that. We won't get into that tonight. We'll save that for, for another time. Nice. We'll save it for another time, but what we're not going to save for another time is Alden hitting the people up with the business. Boom. Oh, my dudes. All my dudes are here today. <laughs> and a couple of spectators, which is nice. Uh, guys, you know the drill. Twitter, uh, unless you get like John, you will be hacked at some point, probably in your life. Okay. Hopefully our, again, hopefully our accounts don't get hacked like that, but uh so you you know what to do, guys. At Twitter is you know, or Twitter is at grab the brisket. You know, Facebook, Instagram, one the same at grab in the brisket. Uh, you can email us. That web address is grabbing the brisket at gmail.com. Our websites are up. They're full and running. How how badass are you doing with those, John? Right now, they're fantastic. Yeah, you can find fantastic. all this content right there on the website. Yeah, perfect, guys. Those are at www.grabinthebrisket.com. And www.grabthebrisket.com. Both those will take you to the same place to get to everything John was just talking about, the merch, the content, and everything. So uh, go 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 hit all that stuff up, man. Absolutely. Nice, nice job, yes. Alvin. That was really solid. Yeah. Hey, you been practicing this shit? You're in the shower like, yeah. hey, Twitter, yeah. is that? Yeah. And then, yeah. you know what? Hey, my dudes. Right, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Mandy was there with him. No, go again. Go. From you the top. You got <laughs> this. Hey, look at me. You know what's I'm funny here. about that? Focus. Let me Focus. ask you all a question. He's catching balls Did, the whole time. Like, uh, <laughs> at grab the brisket at Gmail. Did you guys ever play the the Sims on the computer? No. Mm-mm. No. Um, Sim City. No, I'm talking about like the Sims. No. So there was a deal on there, um, which reminds me of you guys talking about, like, hey, looking in the mirror or whatever. So um, there was ways to bring up different you know, characters, attributes, or whatever you want to call it. And one of them was like charisma, which I, I not, not, not that I have a lot of it, but one of the ways to bring up charisma on one of the guys was, or any of the people in the household, was they sit there and talk in front of the mirror to themselves. And I just go, hey, you go get some more <laughs> charisma because it'll get me this job. You know what I mean? So, and this guy be sitting there talking to himself. And the music come on, like, yeah. bing, 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 whatever it was. But hey, I know it's probably it was, a popular yeah. game. Yeah. I know it's it popular solid, game. dude. Was, I, I never yeah. got into yeah. it. Somebody really out played. there knows what you're talking about. Oh, they, yeah. Yeah. they do. They do. Probably a little older than that. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, ask you before, before we close this out, and maybe something that we can all come up with that. We've all seen the new Jumanji movies uh, with The Rock and the uh, yeah. Chris, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Hart and all that good stuff. So in the movie, their characters have, like what Eldon's saying, is like the attributes <laughs> of their characters. Mm, right. Yeah. The, the the pros and cons, what they're good at and what is like whatever. I wonder what, what would 
are <laughs> good and bad. Good, uh, good and bad. Stats. Our attributes, our stats. Yeah. 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 So, so one uh, of them was really whatever, and then all of a sudden it was cake, right? In, yeah. the, in the movie, the weakness, right? the weakness, the weakness. He's allergic to yeah. cake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he can't deny himself. Yeah, when he sees he has to eat it, right. or something. Right, I don't know. So it'd be like Alden's weakness would be Bud Light. No, that's a strength. No, no. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a strength. strength. Yeah, that's his uh, superhero. That's my go-to. Bro. That's buddy. his spinach. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I do think it's. A, I think you're onto something. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll we'll put our actual our, our attributes. Not, not really attributes. Our weakness. How about what is your weakness? Yeah, I don't Guilty pleasures. Yeah, maybe? everybody else yeah. has to tell you what it is. <laughs> no, right. no, I love oh, that. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. even better. That's, that's for great. sure. Yeah. Uh, Mandy, uh, Mandy's got the Mandy, floor. Go. You got your hand raised. I know, but I want to tell you all of y'all. <laughs> oh, oh, oh okay. Mandy's going to come up with it. <laughs> I have zero weaknesses. So, <laughs> so hey. That was a good episode, guys. Another fantastic, well. <laughs> great episode. And, uh, yeah, check out the website. Check out the merch that we have out there. And uh, hey, we'd love to communicate with you guys. So, y'all guys, send us your emails, send us your uh, your questions on on social media, and we'll be gladly to respond to them. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Check out that uh, the how to cook a brisket video it should be up. <laughs> exactly. All right. Love you guys. Bye. See you. Bye. Just grab them in the brisket.